Hi guys, it's Emmett. What do you do when you find yourself paralyzed with too much inspiration? This is something that I think is pretty easy to fall into in the spoon carving world. There's so many beautiful spoons and uh, and it can be um, tricky to think sort of what, what do you want to do at any given moment. I also think that it's a phase that you go through when you're exploring a craft, a phase where you find yourself making things on spec, meaning on speculation, they aren't ordered, and you're just trying to do work that you think is interesting without any guidance other than that, and perhaps with a sense that you want to make each spoon different than the one that came before. I certainly went through this. Ooh, a nuthatch. They're such handsome birds. Uh, I certainly went through this phase early on where I just felt like every spoon was an opportunity to try some new thing that I was seeing and I was sort of swirling in this tornado of ideas without any solid sense of what I was really interested in or what spoke to me. Um, a couple things help with this. The first is just time, is just recognizing that it's a phase, that it will pass uh, if you stick with it. The second thing is in allowing there to be some sort of creative constraint. Now, a creative constraint can be uh, the constraint of doing something on commission for somebody, right? When somebody orders something, that really winnows down what it is that you're trying to do in the given moment. And instead of saying, well, what do I want to do? The question is, this person asked me to make this. How do I make this in a way that is the best that I possibly can? And notice that I said the best and not the most interesting. Because I think asking yourself, how can you do something the best, will get you to a more satisfying answer than asking, how can I do something in an interesting way? Oftentimes when you ask yourself how to do something in an interesting way, you come up with an innovation that is overly clever. And by asking yourself, come on dogs, let's go! By asking yourself instead, how can you do something in the best way? It naturally pushes you to simplify and simplify and simplify and eliminate um, those flourishes that tend to hide a weakness in form or a weakness in execution or a weakness in function. So... having a creative constraint can help. Sometimes that creative constraint can be just in the form of like a 
an exercise cue. When I was a poet, we used to give these to ourselves all the time, where you'd say, okay, I'm going to you know, write a poem using this prompt or these parameters, or right? And having the creative constraints really helped you then be creative in a way that you otherwise wouldn't have been. Social media is terrible at giving us creative constraints because it what it promises is sort of the opposite. It's sort of access to everything at all times. But really that's not helpful. And so we need to be thoughtful about giving ourselves creative constraints. And eventually, through a combination of these things, you'll settle down to where um, as you finish each thing, sort of what you hope to achieve with the next thing will, will sort of naturally be on your mind because the end of one spoon always leaves you with things that you wish you could have done better or ideas you wish you had explored. And so that naturally folds over to the next thing to come along. So, I basically never have this um, feeling of paralysis from having too much inspiration these days for a combination of reasons. One is I've settled down through the phase of feeling like each of my things needs to be different. And while each of my things is a little bit different, it's different for technical reasons or because I had an insight as I was carving, not because I set out immediate, you know, at the outset to make it different. So that's thing number one. You settle down your expectations and ironically you end up being more creative. Willa, leave it. Thing number two is sometimes it can be helpful to have the creative constraint that comes from somebody asking you to do something or just arbitrarily telling yourself to do something. And thing number three is to finish each piece with an idea for what you want to do with the next piece. This is actually a technique that I use with my writing where I try to end my writing each morning at a spot where I know exactly what I want to say next. And that makes it easier to pick back up again because I know what I'm going to say right at the outset. So if you can apply that same principle to whatever it is you're doing, but let's say spoon carving, it will allow you to pick up with your spoon carving, with the next spoon, knowing exactly what you want to explore. It's a cold one today, guys. I hope you guys are staying warm. Talk tomorrow.